0: Traveling is no fun when you have a disability, but with some accommodations and lots of patience from both myself and my family, it's definitely worth it in my opinion. We've been trying to take a once-in-a-lifetime family vacation to Italy for several years now, but between COVID and life events, we kept having to postpone it. After months of planning, arranging schedules, talking about all the sites we wanted to see, and lining up the perfect Airbnb, we were all set, or so we thought, until the week before we were scheduled to leave. There had been remarkable flooding in the whole region where we had booked to stay, so the owner of the Airbnb had to cancel on us last minute because all the water had weakened the structure of the old farmhouse we were supposed to stay in. So she didn't feel comfortable with us coming there any longer. After a sleepless night and panicked conversations between all of us, Our oldest daughter was able to find the ideal accommodations for our family of 10 in the Tuscan region of Northwest Italy, albeit more expensive because of the late booking and extra amenities, but a blessing in disguise all the same. Many of us had already been to different parts of Italy before, but this was a new location for all of us and it ended up being the perfect setting for our large group once we finally all arrived. We traveled on the busiest day and weekend since before COVID, having no idea how chaotic it would be until we got to the airport. Our airline had overbooked our flight by more than 20 people, so our oldest granddaughter didn't have a seat assignment after checking in. I had taken extra precautions to ensure we all were sitting together, but our protests fell on deaf ears. I was trying to keep my stress level in check, but the possibility of not being to all get on the same plane together put me in high anxiety mode. Not good for anyone, but especially when you're living with MS. My husband and son-in-law stood at the counter until the airline staff assigned a seat to our granddaughter just to get them out of their hair as they continued to deal with all the other disgruntled passengers. There was a man on our flight that didn't even have a seat once he got on board. Um, So he stood at the front of the plane so long we ended up missing our connection to Milan having to lay over in Dublin for the day and night which turned out to be another blessing in disguise. Absolutely none of this craziness would have been possible without my trusty scooter because after nine hours on the plane to Dublin we were all wiped out. Once we checked into the hotel and rested a bit we set off to explore Dublin for a few hours which turned out to ultimately be so much fun. After dinner we went to bed early as we had to be up at three in the morning to catch a bus back to the airport for an early flight to Milan. I had fallen pretty hard in the bathroom in in our hotel room in Dublin that night when I misjudged the toilet seat in the dark. But I was running on pure adrenaline by this point, so except for some bruises, I was okay. We made it to the Milan airport by late morning with yet another challenge to overcome. Even though I had made pre-arrangements with the airline because of my disability, we landed out on the tarmac with no accessible way for me to exit the plane. My son-in-law, who's never traveled with me before, was appalled that the airline staff expected me to get down a large set of stairs and onto a bus without my scooter. Having been to Europe before, I was prepared for the unexpected, slowly but surely taking one step at a time down the stairs with my husband's help. Once on the tarmac, my husband and son-in-law were trying to communicate to the all-Italian ground staff that I needed my scooter to get into the terminal. If it wasn't so stressful, it would have been a pretty funny scene to watch all of this unfold. After getting on the bus with all the other passengers, they wanted me to get off and ride a smaller in parentheses disabled bus, but it had three hefty stairs to get into it. I guess disabled people don't travel to Milan because the ground crew all acted like they didn't know what to do with me. It was somewhat humiliating, but I decided to laugh it off so as not to worry my family more than they already were. After renting a big van and loading our luggage, we were off to our villa in Montevalesa, Italy. Our other daughter, son-in-law, son, and his fiance were already at the home when we got there mid-afternoon on Sunday. We were greeted with a beautiful charcuterie board filled with delicious local meats, cheeses, breads, fruits, and vegetables. Our daughter and son-in-law had also hired a private chef from Parma to make us dinner so we spent the rest of the evening stuffing ourselves with course after amazing course. It was already a dream trip that was just beginning. The next day we went to the coastal town of Lurici, part of the Italian Riviera. It was a breathtaking little area with cute little restaurants and shops on the Gulf of La Spazia, We had another amazing meal meal at La Perla outside, overlooking the water, followed by some of Italy's world-renowned gelato. The younger family members all went swimming as I sat in my scooter up above on the sidewalk. My oldest was so sweet wanting to help me get down to the sand and water, which has become impossible for me to maneuver through anymore. I had to convince her that I was having just as much fun watching all of them splashing and having a good time, which I really was. We went back to our Airbnb and ate some local pizza and played games, which we continued to do every time we were all together. Along with the long car rides, playing games was a terrific bonding experience, one that I will cherish always. The next day, we all set off for Parma and Modena, the Parmesan and balsamic vinegar capital of the world. After a wonderful lunch in Parma, we drove a short distance to Modena, where we had a balsamic vinegar tour scheduled. When I got to the front door, my daughter, who had arranged the tour, headed me off, apologizing that there were lots of stairs to get to the top of this old home where the vinegar was made. I just took a deep breath, and with the help of my family, I made it up four flights of stairs so I could be with everyone else. The ancient process of making balsamic vinegar was fascinating, but I kept thinking about how proud of myself I was for being the trooper, not letting stairs get in the way of this invaluable family adventure. After the tour, we headed to downtown Moderna, which turned out to be my favorite spot of everywhere we went. So colorful, quaint, and relaxed as we strolled through the streets. This medieval city was very walkable and drivable in my case, and we enjoyed exploring. We were all excited to meet up with our very first Italian exchange student who had taken the train from Bologna where she now lives. We hadn't seen her in four years when we were last in Italy, so it was great to get reacquainted with her and her boyfriend. We all sat around and visited, walking around until we found a place where all 12 of us could have dinner. The food was delicious and affordable everywhere so i now understand why there are so many food network shows about italian cuisine by wednesday i was pooped and so everyone decided to stay around the house to swim and play games my youngest granddaughter found some wild horses just down the road from where we were staying and quickly made friends with them it was heartwarming to see how excited they made her she as a special bond with all animals, especially dogs. We never passed a dog she didn't want to pet. I took this day at home to take a nap and recharge, something I always try to build into any getaway I take. On Thursday, the younger folks went to Portofino and we headed to Florence with their grandkids and their parents. I was determined to not be the reason we had to stop to go to the bathroom, and thankfully, my bladder cooperated the whole trip because there are no public toilets in Italy. If you can find a restroom, you have to pay to use it. Our first stop was to the overlook of Florence where you can see the whole city and the famous Domo below. It was so blazing hot that I had to buy a wide rim straw hat at the market so I didn't melt. I tried to stay hydrated, but water is also something not really readily available. We tried to bring our own wherever we went but i didn't want to drink too much i was most likely dehydrated at times probably too concerned about the bathroom situation after walking around the bustling crowded city we were all hot and ready to head back so we ventured home after a quick detour to the beach again this beach had a walkway that allowed me to get closer to the water than i have in years I wish all beaches would think about extending the sidewalks down to the water so that those of us in wheelchairs can get to the water and cool off. Friday was another relaxing day around the house we had rented, just hanging out, swimming and visiting. I am so proud of my entire crew for making this trip so worth wonderful, helping me out at every turn and creating lasting memories we will all treasure for years to come. Saturday we left for Milan, where we had a hotel close to the airport for our early morning departure back home. We went downtown. We went to downtown Milan, which was just another crazy, busy city, but I was thrilled that our oldest had bought tickets for Diomo di Milano, the largest church in Italy, with spectacular Gothic spheres shooting up into the blue cloudless skies. It was really awe-inspiring to see the inside of this architectural masterpiece, with priceless art and 4,000 statues. But the highlight for me is that this very old 14th-century church had an elevator to go up to the roof. The walkways were narrow, but I was able to maneuver around with my scooter, seeing sights I never thought possible anymore. I never take for granted how lucky I am to get to experience sights that other able <coughs> that able-bodied people might not take for might take for granted it makes me emotional still to look back on this magical nine days in italy with my family my message is if you've always wanted to travel abroad or but are afraid of the obstacles don't be you will not regret it because where there's a will there's a way rivedurchi